everybody. So today I'm going to be talking about the very best books of the year 2020. Um, 2020 may have been the worst, but I did read a lot of really good books. So I'm going to talk about all of those. I might at some point in the future do like the worst books of 2020 or talk about my DNFs. I haven't figured that out yet, but I will let you know. Um, so yeah, I have a ton of books. I have books that I reread. I have books that are a part of a series and things like that. So I'm going to talk about all of them. And, um, I just wanted to do this really like short thing in the beginning. Um, I saw somebody talk about the countries that they visited through books, which I thought was fun. So I'm going to list off all the countries I visited through all the books that I read this year. I, um, read a book that took place in USA, Canada, Japan, Mount Olympus slash Greece, Ireland, England, Afghanistan, Dominican Republic, France on a spaceship, um, in space, if that counts, um, in Panem, in New Beijing, in Pyria, in Florian, and Printhian. So all of those at the end are made up places, but know I just thought it was kind of fun that that's all the places that these books have taken me to this year and um those are all the books that I read I think in general those are not just these books but yeah so here are in my opinion the best books of 2020. So first things first I'm going to talk about books that I reread. I reread a lot of books this year I have mentioned before, but rereading or rewatching things is a form of self-help. It is a way to cure anxiety or, um, you know, just make you feel more relaxed because you already know how it's going to go. And so the anticipation of not knowing what's going to happen, um, is kind of gone. However, when you have a goldfish brain, you can forget what happens and be just as surprised, which happened with a lot of these books. So it's totally fine. Um, so I reread To All the Boys I Loved Before, that series by Jenny Han. I think this series is fantastic and I'm definitely going to read it again in February. It is my new February tra tradition. Um, I read it last February. I read it February of 2020 and I'm going to read it this year as well. Um, I just think they're very cute books. They put you in just like a cute, like lovey-dovey Valentine's Day feeling. And, um, I don't know. I just, it's, it's so far I am on board to read it again. So I guess like spacing it out every year has been good. Um, I read the Divergent series by Veronica Roth and just when I was like making these lists and I was typing in Divergent, I was like, Ooh, I kind of want to read those again. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't just keep rereading these same books every single year. But who knows? Same thing happened with the Vampire Academy series. Um, I finished that series. I'd started that in 2019, rereading them. And then I finished rereading them at the beginning of 2020. And again, I just, I'm like looking at it like, oh, I really love that series. So I'm just like going to perpetually be rereading all these because they're my favorite. I re read some books in the Harry Potter series. I think in 2019, I read the first two or three. And then last 2020, I read, um, like the Goblet of Fire, the Order of Phoenix. So I think I have two more, um, or I guess three more if you count the Half-Blood or the Cursed Child or whatever. So I'm going to keep reading those this year, but Harry Potter is always in the rotation. It's just something you just pick it up. It gets you out of book slumps and, um, it's just always, it's always going. It's an ongoing reread. And then I reread the Goddess Test series by Amy Carter. That's one that I think, 
I don't love quite as much anymore when I reread it. It wasn't doing it for me as well as it was the first time, but I think it's a book that I could read in like another year or two. I could reread these books all over again because I did forget a lot of the stuff that happened. Some of it like kind of came back to me, but um, it's not as great as I remember it, but um, I love them. And if you haven't read them, they're definitely worth reading. I love Greek mythology, so that's that. So all the books I reread were series, of course. So, you know, whatever. Next up is nonfiction books that I loved. This is probably a small category on a daily or yearly basis, but um, there were some gems. Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. This is like hands down one of the best books I read this year. Um, it's hard for me to remember because I read it at the beginning of the year, but it was just like a standout. Like it made me feel things. It made me like so emotional and um, it just taught me a lot about um, the criminal justice system and things like that and I like that it's definitely not anything like I would have normally read or preferred and so the fact that I like it as much as I do is saying something um, and the movie was amazing as well. I read The End of Your Life Book Club by Will Schwab. This one is good if you like books or if you're dealing with someone going through cancer because I feel like it did a really good job juggling the two um and it just made me feel things I read it um in February and it reminded me of my grandma because my grandma died in February and it was just a much needed book at the time I read Life Will Be the Death of Me and You Too by Chelsea Handler and that book was so good I don't know if it was just like the right book at the right time or what but I just feel like um her vibe and attitudes and things about her life um it's kind of like her going through therapy basically in the book and I just felt like I was reading like a therapy book or a therapy session um and I really really liked it um I of course had to listen to it as an audiobook and I listened to Chelsea Handler talking of course um in the same vein Wildflower by Drew Barrymore I have such an appreciation for Drew Barrymore now after reading this book I just really 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 like her. Um, I really liked this book. I, I, she tells like such great stories and there's so much inspiring things that she does. And, um, it just made me love her. And then, um, there's no such thing as bad weather, which I mentioned in my, um, December wrap up that is by Linda something McGurk or something. So, um, that one was also great. All of the things it touched on, with um like getting your kids outside and how there's no such thing as bad weather there's only bad clothes um the next category I have is series so book series that I read or started this year I read the whole after series by Anna Todd which took me a zillion years because those books are all massive but um I mentioned this in my last podcast but I really think that I'm going to reread this series this year because I watched After We Collided. I was really worried that they were going to fuck it up, but Anna Todd um, helped with the screenplay, so I think it made a world of difference. I know a lot of people didn't like the movie. My sister didn't like the movie. Tiffany didn't like the movie, but they haven't read the book. So as someone who read the book, I really liked the movie. I think they did a good job, as good as could have been done, I think, honestly. Um, and it kind of made me want to go back and reread because the next one, the next movie that will come out after we fell is my favorite of the series. It's my favorite book. So I think I'm going to have to reread them just because I just like have nostalgic feelings about this stupid series. And maybe I'll take a more in-depth look at it and point out some of the very toxic things that happen in the book. But 
I think I'm probably going to end up rereading them. I read this election series by Kira Cass. I don't think I could read this next year or this year. It's going to be tricky for me to compare the years here. Um, I don't think that I'm going to reread this again anytime soon, but I do think I'll reread it again in the future. It's just a feel good, fun series. Um, this is the series where it's like the bachelor, um, bachelorette sort of situation. And it's like, prince and princesses sort of thing. Um, I just think it's really fun and it's fantastical and it's just pretty and lighthearted and, um, just like a sweet little series. So I definitely think I can see myself reading this again in the future. I read two books in the summer. I turned pretty series. I, by Jenny Han, I have the third one with me right at this moment and I'm going to read it right now. Um, I was hoping that I would finish the series. I started the series in 2019 and then I read this, I read the first book in 2019. I read the second book in 2020 and now I'm going to read the third book in 2021. And this is not in any way, shape or form a testament to, um, it being a bad book at all. I requested the second one. Let's see. I think, I think it was the third one. I've been waiting on the third one for a long time and it just kept saying it was in transit from the library because I don't know if this is how all libraries work, but our library, you can request a book and if they don't have it, they'll go to another branch and they'll get it and whatever. But it said in transit for months. And so finally I deleted it and then re-requested it. And then I got it like a week later. So I have it. I'm going to read it. And to be honest, I really liked the second book and I could definitely see me rereading it this year, even though I'm just now going to be reading the third one. I guess it depends on how the third one goes, but, um, this series, I, I mean, it's the same author. It's Jenny Han. I could totally see me reading this as often as I read to all the boys I love before, because it's just cute. It's very good. I like it a lot. Um, the next series I started was the Illuminae files by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. This book, I only read the first one because there was like a mishap. I got the third one instead of the second one. So I need to finish reading this series, but it was interesting. I don't know if I could reread this. Maybe, maybe in the future, like long, long future. Um, but I think because you already know what happens, I just don't know. I don't know. It's just, they're, they're very, very big books. So I kind of feel like these are books you just want and done. But I am excited to read the next two books in the series. And I'm curious to see like where any of that goes. So those are books that I'm going to try to get to in 2021 for sure. And then the last book is Shadow and Bone by Leigh Bardugo. Um, I'm going to try to read the next two books in the series as well this year. I really liked the first one, so we'll see. I don't know that these are books I could reread on a regular basis either because there's just not as much there, there, if you know what I mean, but we will see. Um, the only middle grade book that I put on here is Blended by Sharon M. Draper. This was a book about a girl who was um, mixed. She was biracial. She had a white mom and a black dad, and it's just talking about being mixed is talking about being a child of divorce. It was talking about being passing black in society. And, um, it was talking about race and there was just a lot that it talked about and touched on. And I just thought it was a very well done book. And I really, really liked it. Even though it was middle grade, I thought it was good. I had plans to read way more middle grade books than I did. Um, so I guess that that's going to be something that I do in the future because, um, I, I think I mentioned this at some point, but I follow this like really cute, um, little librarian that works in a school and she is always posting about these middle grade books that just sound 
emotional and heart-wrenching and amazing all at the same time. So I want to read more of those, but the only one that really stuck with me was um, Blended. I think Wonder was okay, but it just wasn't, I don't know, it just wasn't my favorite. So then the last category I have are standalone books that I thought were really good. So I really liked The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. This was way different than I think I thought it was going to be. I kind of thought I wasn't going to like it and I thought it was going to be kind of cheesy, but I actually really, really liked it. I thought it was really cute. It was like a very good like enemies to lovers sort of situation. And I feel like the ending was kind of different than I anticipated as well. So that was fun. It reminds me of Just Go With It a little bit. I don't know if I mentioned this you know, months ago when I read it, but it kind of gives me like just go with it vibes, Jennifer Aniston and, um, Adam Sandler. And I really love that movie. So I don't know. It kind of gives me those vibes. The next book I read is a thousand splendid sons by Khaled Hosseini. This book was amazing. It gave me such an appreciation for the middle East and it made me so interested in, um, stories that are not similar to my own. This is the first time in probably quite a while. I feel like that that's been the case. And, um, I just thought it was excellent. I kept saying I was going to read the kite runner and I didn't. So that's something that I'm going to try to read this year. And then I also want to read, um, and the mountains echoed as well by him. I can mention, um, because I just think his writing is really good. Um, his point of view on things is very good. So I think it's, um, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just excited to, something I just realized is that he writes from a woman's point of view in a thousand splendid sons. Um, and he does a phenomenal job. So I think in the kite runner, it's written from a boy's point of view, but I don't know. I just thought that was worth pointing out. I think he did a phenomenal job. I think that book is beautiful. Um, the next book I loved is tweet cute by Emma Lord. I read this at the beginning of the year too, I think. Um, and I had zero expectations for this book and it was so adorable. It was like the best YA book. It was just like, everything I needed. It was so wholesome. It was so cute. There was like Twitter wars and things. I loved that there was like the social media aspect and it was just super, super cute. And I loved it so much. She has a book coming out this year that I'm very excited to read because she is a new author and I love it. The next book I read is The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides. This book had me so shook. I was reading it and I was kind of like, I was like, yeah, it's okay. I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of bored. What's happening. And then all of a sudden I get to this one spot and I literally had to reread the chapter over because I was so shook. It was so out of nowhere. I did not see it coming. It was the best, like, oh my gosh, it was so good. If you have not read this book, I highly recommend it. It is so, so good. It made me like so excited to be a reader, to be perfectly honest. Like it was just so good. Um, a lot of people said that they, they saw it coming and I didn't. So I don't know. I don't want to give anything away though because I think it's amazing. Um, I really loved A Stranger in the House by Sherry Lapina. I love her writing. I adore her writing. Even the books that I don't like of hers, her writing is just so quick and I just get through her books so fast and I just eat them up and I think it's so great. Um, a Stranger in the House, I think, is the best out of all of the books that I've read of hers, which I think at this point I've now read all of her books. I think. I think she has one coming out this year, but I think I've read, I think she's only got four out right now. Um, this was definitely my favorite of all of those. I also liked an unwanted, I think it's called an unwanted guest, where it's kind of like 
clue and they're all like locked in the cabin or whatever. That was also good, but I think this one was better. This one, there was just a couple things that I wasn't expecting and I was like, ooh, and it was just like, it just held my attention really well. I also loved What to Say Next by Julie Buxbaum. I really like her. Um, I didn't like Hope and Other Punchlines by her, but she wrote um, Tell Me Three Things, and I really liked that. And this one I really liked. This was um, about a boy who is on the spectrum and um, this girl who had just lost her dad, and it's kind of like these two kids that don't make any sense, and they're just like navigating things together, and I just thought it was really cute, and it was really, really well done and emotional, and it... Um, it was like a good YA book. Another good YA book was Opposite of Always by Justin Reynolds. This was so adorable and it was so unexpected. It was like this boy who's like reliving um, the same sort of timeline over and over again. And um, it was told from his point of view. And I typically don't, I guess that's probably not the case, but I, I think most of the time when I'm reading YA books, I'm reading from the girl's point of view. And so to read from the guy's point of view and to read from a black boy's point of view in particular, I think it was like very interesting and different for me. And I really liked it. Um, and it just like kind of made me happy. It just made me happy and I really liked it. Um, and I'm just gonna say, I really liked it like over and over again. And it's gonna be so annoying <laughs> this whole podcast. Um, I read, I'm going to do these together. I read two books by Elizabeth. Well, I actually read all three books by Elizabeth Acevedo this year. Um, with the fire on high, which I did not finish. And I actually was looking and I read like 200 something pages of that book. So I probably got really close to finishing and then I just didn't finish. And I don't know why, because I could have just finished and called it a day, but I didn't like that one, but I read Clap When You Land and I read The Poet X and I loved them both so, so much. I've already gone on a tangent, I think, about loving The Poet X, but they're both just really good. They're very different because she is um, a black Latina woman. I want to say Latina, but maybe I mean Hispanic. Um, she's from the Dominican Republic. I don't know which is which. I'm really sorry. I'm the worst. Um, so just to like have this like take, I think her take is so fresh. And I think that the fact that she writes in half Spanish, half English, and um, the fact that she just like writes in like verse the way that she does and things. I don't know. I just, it's not at all typically something that I would, I, I don't like books that are written in poems or verse or anything like that. I don't like that kind of stuff. But for some reason, like her books, I just like let it slide and it just like works for me. And I just really like it. And now it's making me think I need to reread with the fire on high because I can't imagine that that wasn't just as good as these. And it's making me second guess myself, but we'll see. Um, I read Serpent and Dove by Shelby Mahowen. Mahowen? I don't know how to say her name. Um, that's like the first time that's happened on this list. So congratulations to me for pronouncing authors' names. Um, this book caught me by surprise for sure. I for sure thought in the beginning of this book, I was not going to read it. I was not going to like it. Um, there's like all this stuff in French and it was kind of confusing, but it sucked me in so quickly. I'm so invested in their relationship. I'm so invested in this whole situation and how it's going to pan out. And I need to read the next book in the series. Um, I put this in the standalone category, but it's actually in a series and I'm an idiot. So this should have been up there because there's Blood and Honey, which is already out, and then I think there's a third that's coming out this year. So I need to get on it and read that and um, love that just as much, I'm sure. Um, probably, quite possibly, my most favorite book that I read this year. It's like probably really up there. It's 10 Blind Dates by Ashley Elston, and it's so 
silly that this is my favorite out of everything because this is just like a quirky little Christmas book. I read this like not at Christmas. I read this in like October or something. I wish I would have waited, but, um, it's just like her family sets her up on all these blind dates and stuff. And it is so adorable. And her family is so just like her family is like the family that you want. And just like the whole situation is just so cute. It's the best YA book. I loved it so, so much. And, um, I very easily in like the top three of this year for sure, without a doubt. Um, the next book I really liked was the Silver Linings Playbook. This by Matthew Quick. This also was a surprise to me because I didn't think that I was going to like this book as much as I did. I, I really strongly felt like I had already seen this movie and I hated it and that's not the case at all. So this book took me by surprise. It was so cute. It was so funny. It was so just like witty and simple and I loved it. Um, and it was not a typical book. So it was like not a typical storyline, I feel like. It's it's sort of like working in reverse, I feel like. It starts out with like everything's bad and then it like, you know, I don't know. It just It's just like kind of different and I liked it. Um, and then the last book on this list is Far From the Tree by Robin Benway. This book was just very, very well done and very well rounded, I feel like. I feel like everyone had a purpose. I feel like everybody had a thing that they were going through and I think it like bonded them together. It's like about three kids that were all given up by the same birth mother and um, I don't know. I just really liked it and I liked some of the things that they touched on and I just thought it was written really well and it was like a book that I got through in like a day. It was just like so fast because it was just so well written and um, I just really loved, I just loved just like how it all tied together and how everything worked and um, again, it's like a YA book and YA books cannot go wrong in my opinion, ever, almost ever. So those are my most favorite books that I read this year. Um, there's a lot of them. I think, um, I, so I made a list of like my top 10 new reads this year. And so my top 10 were Just Mercy, Life Will Be the Death of Me, um, After We Fell, specifically from the After series, that specific book. Um, what else? A Thousand Splendid Sons, Tweet Cute, The Silent Patient, A Stranger in the House, um, Clap When You Land, 10 Blind Dates, and The Poet X. Those were my like absolute top 10. So if you only read 10 books off this list, then those are the 10 that you should read. Um, you should also read all the books I reread because those are all great, obviously, because I've read them more than once. But um, those were the books that I loved the most this year and um, all strong contenders for books that I will reread in the future or, um, books that I will just continue to recommend. So, um, I think this is where I'll direct people. Like if people ask like, Oh, what book should I read? I think this is where I'm going to direct them because these were the best books in my opinion of 2020. Um, I can't wait to, to see what happens in 2021 until next time. Ciao.